right. I hope that worked. I think, I hope it did too. How's it looking on your end? Let me see. Let me see. Oh yeah. I think it worked. Is it going through? Oh, we're through. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Sorry about that. People, YouTube keeps changing its platform. So we had to make sure that worked. It is in test before and it works. So boom, we're here. Episode 75. We are here. Jump street podcast. Thank you for of, joining us. Three quarters away to a century. Oh man. I was going to say something. I, like, I was trying to see if there was a word between bicentennial and centennial. Or... Tricentennial. Try, <laughs> try, try, but it's not a centennial. It's pre-centennial, yeah. you know. Anyway, welcome. We are very blessed. I've been trying to set up this podcast for months now. Our guest is very busy. So because of that, he has a very limited amount of time even today with us. So I am going to push through Such a busy the man. usual things we do that we might take some time for on a regular, you know, average podcast and try to do it a little quicker. So Let's get should I jump do automatically it. into the spiel? Do it. Straight into the sp- <laughs> spiel. Um, everyone, please, if you don't already, go to our YouTube, click the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, and please follow us. So, you, you know, when we have a show coming up, it gives you an alert on your phone. Go to our Facebook like. Our Instagram, give us a follow. Um, we also have an iTunes. Go there. You can give us a five star rating. You can give us a comment. You can, uh, if you go to our YouTube, by the way, yep, you can, any comment, all these interactions really help. <laughs> and uh, on YouTube as well, if you like want to comment, like, share, these things really help with the algorithms. You know, something highly mathematical that I am not privy to, but it's very important. And if you want to do that uh, on the screen right now, there's also our Patreon. If you want to be a Patreon member, you can join for as little as $1. And we are currently working on content for exclusively for Patreons, including uh, episodes called Inside Out, which are like a pro tips situation. And um, pro tips from an actual pro. Yeah, we're doing it's, it's like a pro <laughs> tips how to, but it's like more in it's more in depth. It's not like the so it really like explores like breaking down certain tricks. And you know, we're doing rewinds which are always going to remain exclusively free we're doing three pieces we got a new segment that we're going to show after the end of the show um so yeah we got a lot of things we're working on that we're very excited about so stay tuned with that yeah and- you've been hard at work doing that stuff you uh you filmed a bunch of stuff we just have to edit it and like you said your rewinds out so look out for that that's a, a big one also uh, I was excited for it and I saw the footage already. So I'm sure everyone else is going to be excited for it too. I'm very excited. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what's up. Um, I think it's ha- time for your spiel now, is it? Or I- I'll do that afterwards. Okay. Gotcha. But I just wanted to talk about our giveaway that we have going on because, let me show you the right one, because we have a big ladies giveaway happening right now. So if you don't know already, we have a giveaway exclusively for the ladies out there. So we are giving away, we teamed up with USD Skates and Bladies to give away two pairs of USD Aeon Bladies Skates. So two pairs of skates up for grabs, ladies. So if you want it, go for it. Go get it. We had a few entries already, which I'm showing on the screen now. But um, yeah, so to enter pretty much on Instagram, post a clip of yourself referencing one of your favorite Bladies clips. Use hashtag Bladies Giveaway. Make sure you follow Blade Ladies, USD Skates, and Jump Street Podcast on Instagram tag a fellow lady in your caption and uh the deadline is november 2nd so you have this coming weekend is the last full weekend you have to get it done so go for it get it done there's been amazing entries so far and we want to see more of these we want to have more entries because we are picking one of our personal favorite between me myself 
Billy and uh, Megan. And we are doing one completely at random. So skill level does not matter here. Um, everything is up for grabs. So that is the Bladies giveaway. Big shout out to USD Skates for donating these skates to make this uh, giveaway possible. Very cool. Boom. Yeah, right. I'm stoked for that. I can't wait to see the submissions for that. That was really fun the last time around. And mm -hmm. I'm really stoked that we have some skates to give away. Yeah, people get so, creative. Yeah, the more we do this, the more people you know support and back us up. And luckily, we have a great company like USD to help us out with this. So uh, it's perfect right there. So yeah, get those entries in. This is the last yeah. weekend for entries. Deadline is November 2nd. Um, I also want to talk about real quickly, if you're in the New York City area, there is... You see the flyer there, Billy? Yes, I do. Okay, perfect. Um, instead of Thursday night skate this week, they're doing Saturday night skate for Halloween specifically. So um, I had a list of what the damn that's gonna were. be dope. Yeah, so they're having. I a, am so bummed. I'm not gonna be there for that. New York City on I, Halloween is I, tight. I don't know how it's gonna be this year. Usually, New York City is a fucking zoo on Halloween, but who knows what's gonna happen this year. So Thursday Night Skate is having the Saturday Night Skate this weekend for Halloween. The meetup is 7.30 on the north side of Union Square. There's going to be three stops in this event, um, 12th and D, Pier 35, and LES Skate Park. They're having a best costume contest, a best trick contest, and there's a lot of support. Um, Panda Sports giving away a $100 voucher. Nickel and Dime Skate Shop sponsoring also giving a $50 voucher. Oso Skate Park donating a $50 voucher plus a bunch of shirts and uh, Oak city is also donating a bunch of merch as well. So Look at for, that. I know it's a big event happening this weekend out of nowhere. So Dang. check out Thursday night skate on Instagram for all the details and everything um, for the blow by blow. So if you're in the New York city area, I'm sorry, what, can you, can you repeat that? Uh, check out Thursday Night Skate on Instagram for all the details and everything. I think you said the blow by blow. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the for the blow by blow, because in case you're not going to blow by blow, okay. blow by blow. In case you're not going to be there, I'm sure they're going to update <laughs> their, their Instagram with the live feed of everything yes, that's going on. Yes. And before we get into our guests, I have to talk about Hit Bomb. You know, Austin, awesome. you are right on now. a roll with the spiels right now. Holy moly, give it up! <clears throat> got one bomb. more. I got one more in me. If anyone out there is dealing with any aches and pains, sore muscles, joints, any of that stuff, I know we're all skaters here. We all go through this. Ooh, I hear Billy's cracking something open delicious over there. Um, <laughs> any aches and pains? It's kombucha. Kombucha. Okay. Sounds, sounds legit. Um, check out hitbomb.com for 100% organic, plant-based CBD oils and bombs. Like I said, if you're having any sore muscles, joints, uh, we're skaters. You know, we go through this, aches and pains. So this stuff works wonders for it. Check it out. Use code JUMPSTREET at checkout for 15% off your entire order. They also do free samples if you want to just try it out first before making a purchase. So you could do that also at hitbomb.com. Check them out. All right. And now, I think without further ado, we, we really can't put our guest out that long. No. We have a very, very, very special guest. Yeah. So... Without further ado, huh? my man, Richard. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Turn this shit on. He's playing Kendama. We gave you, we gave you like ten minutes. You should have been ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. I got a short. What do you got? Span. What do you got a GL there for? My homie gave it to me. He was the one that we uh, filmed some of the four two clips on. What? It doesn't work, but none of them work. None of them work. <laughs> 
Yo, that's awesome. The Kelso still have their GL also, I think, from like the denial days and stuff. Yeah. That's cool, cool relic to have. Yeah, it's dope. Do you sell the fisheye for it or no? No, I need it. No one has the fisheye for it. I need that. <laughs> I just did a shoot where somebody had one on the shoot. They had the full setup. Camera, fisheye. That shit brought me back. The and then my yeah. homie gave me that, and I was like, damn, it's crazy. Yo, just holding one of those makes you feel like so good, right? That's the best feeling camera. You've come so far. <laughs> I didn't know you filmed so much. Did you film that much back in the day? Because I know that's what you do now, but. Oh, I did not film this much back in the day. I film a lot now. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Like, back in the day, that shit was fun just to make little movies. Now I just, I don't got a break. You're too busy. You were working all morning too, right? Yeah. So, so what do you do now exactly? Because I know you work with cars and. I work with cars. I do a lot of content creation, a lot of uh, marketing ads for products like their wheels or race cars or, or interviews with the drivers, stuff like that. Is that like exclusively like motor sports stuff, I guess? Or? I mean, that's what I mostly do. That's I mostly like, there's a lot of people that are in the cars. So they would know like race wheels and Volk Racing and Yokohama and all them. Mm -hmm. That's like some of the companies that I grew up liking as a kid so to work with these companies is pretty dope yeah that that was like a a dream of mine since i was a kid to work with to do like car commercials was like it's like still number one on my list a lot of bladers do that. that dude they they yeah. go into this because we could do a lot of things that they used to have to pay a lot of money to get these shots with big ass rigs and we're doing our rollerblades mm -hmm. yeah it's crazy yeah you're always skating on the shoe that's awesome that you get to combine the two together yeah I feel like Vinny. I feel like Vinny was one of like the first. Vinny was the, to, like, like the OG one to do. To, that. Like bring that connection together with like that like big time like doing like those big production film things and having the blades on. He was blowing people's minds with that. Yeah, I remember all that. Richard, can we talk for a second about man? We have so much to talk with you. We have such a little amount of time, so I want to be I want to be direct with you. All right, let's go. All right, let's talk. Um, I want to get into FP. I want to get into hoedown. I want to get into, you know, the injury, life, F, you know, coming back, all this stuff. But let's start. At, I love it. You know me. I'm very basic. I'm very predictable. I want to start at the beginning. How did you get started? Tell people who don't. I think everyone watching knows you. But for those who might just be tuning in for the very first time, and this is their first time with knowing or hearing about Rashard Johnson, where are you from? How did you get started? What's the uh, introductory story to your life in rollerblading? Rollerblading, man. I started rollerblading in like 95, 96. Uh, I used to skateboard and bike. And I went to, I grew up in Silmar. And after school one day, I seen some kids on rollerblades come through and just start fucking up the benches. So I was like, damn, that looks pretty dope. And that's when I basically tried to get some skates and fucking start skating. I couldn't afford shit. So I had hand-me-downs and we would do things to get skates. We would take them <laughs> or jack them <laughs> to the store. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's something about that sport that caught my attention that the other ones didn't. Like I like sports, I like basketball. I, I played every sport. But when I put on blades, it was just something different that I just couldn't stop doing it. I don't know. Hmm. So it just caught you like that, but who introduced it to you? Who was the person 
that. Um, where did you see it? Where? What was the the time that it like it like? So long. You ago, were like, bro. "This is me. This is what I do." I didn't know at first, bro. But um, it was some friends from church that used to skate that used to show me videos. They, they that was the first time that I seen elements. Okay, or amateur. Okay. I, it was elements or amateur. No, it was elements. And I remember the first time that I saw Dustin and Kevin and all these tricks. And I was like, just blown away. So I tried to mimic those guys, you know, like. People forget about Kevin, the impact dude, Kevin had, man. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin was one of the stylish dudes. Yep. Like, it was undeniable. But mm -hmm. those videos, and, and it was funny because Joe Navron's videos is the videos that I noticed the most. It's like the first ones I ever seen. <laughs> He was making like all the bangers back then. He was making all the bangers and I was addicted. Like I couldn't focus on school. I couldn't focus on shit. Like I was getting in trouble all the time, getting fights with my moms. I had to skate, bro. Like it was crazy. It was crazy that I made it because I was on a bad path before that. <laughs> yeah. And then, so you grew up watching uh, Joe Navron's videos yeah. and then you ended up skating with them getting in fp having one of the most epic sections that well, before, before ever was like at, at that time there was so much new level tricks in that section that it was just every i'm sure everyone at that time can just attest that it was everyone was just like completely like it was it, it, was, it was like so, so much that went down back then like i can't even cram it into this little session like i know um and we got a short amount of time we got so much to get like through, like <laughs> i think it was i don't know how old i was man 14 maybe 15 i got kicked out of my house i was staying with my homies rick and sean and i used to sleep there shout the out ricky shout out ricky <laughs> um i used to just sleep there and just be on the couch i didn't know what to do you know i had my skates but it was like whatever but his mom told me off one day and I thought about it and I was like, oh shit, maybe I should do something. So it started there and we would just go everywhere and skate. Um, hey, where were we? <laughs> like what were we where, talking about? Where yeah. you were getting down with FP uh, and getting to the point where you like, you know, filmed the FOR2 section, but like what Dude, because it started with like Matt Mickey. It started like Matt Mickey and then before I got to FP. Yeah. You know, I was skating with him. I. Uh, Zach Podell was a photographer that used to take a lot of my photos, but he wouldn't really publish them everywhere. And then BK came along and he was like, yo, if you shoot me for one year, I'll get you an every daily bread. <laughs> I said no a lot of times, but enough is enough. Like when you got all this heat, you don't release it. Yeah. Like I went with BK. But anyways, I was shooting with Matt Mickey in 2000, I mean, 1999 for a video. And then I got a call from Joe and Josh or email. I don't know how I got the message, but they said, I want to put you in the next video, FR2. I was like, damn, that's crazy. So I met up with them. Finally, it took about a few months. But I met, met up with them and off the bat, you know, Josh, he always got to be the one. Oh yeah. Dude, we went to El Toro. And you know Aaron True Fish That Rail in that Solomon video. Yeah. Remember that Solomon video back in the day? Oh yeah. Yeah. So Josh was like, you know Aaron True Fish This Rail, right? I was like, oh yeah, you mean like this? And I did it <laughs> first try. 
And ever no. since then, like that's the one that's an FOR too. Yeah. That one was so perfectly topside, by yeah. the way. Dude. In the post edit of this or in the thing, we're gonna show that true fish brain. Yeah. And it's gonna look so Textbook. sick. Textbook. Bro, that was the craziest time. That was of my first life. try. That was, the one in the video wasn't first try because it was off camera when me and Josh were talking. <laughs> you just did that for fun. So I just did it for fun, like oh, like this, and then we filmed it again. But but yeah, yeah. like those dudes brought me up to another level because you know you skate as good as you're around, you know. And I watched those dudes forever. Then I was part of the crew. Then uh, I started staying with Joe and met everybody almost in one day. I don't even remember why everybody was in town, but I met Dominic. He was the one that turned me into a pothead, Dominic Sagona. He's in the chat. Shout out, Dominic. Oh, my God. That dude, that dude just had a bag of weed. He kept rolling up. And I was so high that I tried to fall my ass asleep. I tried to pretend. He was like, you're not asleep. (laughs) It's another joint. (laughs) Damn, Dominic. (laughs) And he used to be a crazy pothead. But, yeah, Louis, Dustin, everybody. I met a lot of people, like, super quick. That was all the same day? No, I was like within the same week. Oh, okay. Yeah. What other, because that's like, like Billy said, that's one of the most epic sections ever, that, that FOR2 section. And we had the movie night a few weeks ago or maybe mm-hmm. a couple months ago. And it went off when you're, I don't know if you were watching that day, but it went off when you're section. I, I wanted to watch, but I, I couldn't make it. I think you missed it. You showed it in afterwards or something like that. I forget what it was. Yeah. But did you have any more stories like that? Like that true fish first try and you had to do it again? Because that was like, you had a 360 fish brain in there which was like way ahead of his time also. Oh, that three fish took me forever. You know what, you know what that three fish was? So I was trying three top acid so many times that I couldn't do it. And I said, fuck it. And I did true, uh, three fish first try instead. What? So it was just like, out of I, frustration? Yeah, I mean, I just couldn't do the, the forward. I couldn't do my front foot. <laughs> so I just did fish brain. But yeah, all those tricks, man, I used to skate literally 24 seven. Like, I skated a lot more than everybody. When everybody's like, yo, let's go back to the crib, man. We're hungry. We're thirsty now. I'm still skating, bro. Yeah, you, you could really tell that energy, like, in FOR, too. You could really see that, that that was the energy that you were, like, Plus, meeting new- Frankie. That was, like, I, when I met Frankie, we filmed our sections side by side. Like, he stayed there as much as I stayed there. So that's where we grew our bond right there, man. We went through a lot of shit in that house. Was Frankie FP? I mean, technically, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like Frankie, his two letters is how uh, Joe got Frank O'Shea off of Frankie's name. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was, he was family. He's been, he's been down. He's, he's been, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Richard. We, we have like everyone in the chat because of Dominic. Uh, Dominic I saw mentioned, that. <laughs> yeah, mentioned something regarding. How do I see this chat, man? The Don't worry about store. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's on YouTube. But um, everyone's asking about the bong story. Do you mind if we just just kind of just take a side? Which bong story? <laughs> Which bong story? Is, he, is Dominic story? talking about? Yeah, Dominic. Dominic yeah. asked about the bong story. The one where he almost died? He said, tell him the bong story. That's all he said. I think it's the one that he almost died, dude. <laughs> It's funny if there's more than one like memorable bong story moment. Yeah, I don't have any bong stories. Sadly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that, I don't that was the last day that he smoked weed. His his he smoked the bong and his throat closed up and, and he was almost done. He's blessed to be here right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Shout Jeez. out Dominic for not being 
for being around. We love you, Dominic. I love Dominic. <laughs> Every one of my friends copies Dominic's style. They love that dude to this of day. Of course, man. Everybody like, wanted to copy I, style. I used to try to copy, copy some things in Dominic's style. I think we all try to take a, a bit out of each other's pages, but Dominic definitely had a lot to offer, as well as you. So let's get into a little bit further, if you don't mind, that that FP sec- so you got thrown down with FP was there like a moment where they uh you know were like you're in or were you just out there ripping I mean it wasn't really a moment like we're in I was just there and just doing as much as them I was just in there like let's go like what are we doing today what, what's good uh whether it was getting fucked up or just finding something new to skate with Frankie like we killed ourselves like doing the 540 over El Toro that was bad bro Oh, is there a story behind that? Well, we both wanted a 540 L tour for the end of our sections. Oh, shit. That would have been fucking dope. We we did it, but we didn't land it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky landed pretty much on his knees. Like, he buckled out and, and hit his knees. And I kind of landed it and twisted my ankle. And I ran up the stairs because I thought I could do it again. And when I was up there, nah, nah, it wasn't happening. Was that the same day as the True Fish? No, nah, it was a different day. Oh, okay. That would have been a wild ass day. That True would have been insane, shot. bro. That that would have been crazy. <laughs> True fish first shot. Fuck this. I'm five forty in the whole set now. <laughs> I got now, something now, to prove. Now was this before or after the hoedown? Because this was all I, before the hoedown. Okay, because I because I want to get into the hoedown story, which is like I've heard it from you several times. You know, for those who don't know, uh, I've known Rashard a very long time. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. We've he's told me this story it's one of the most epic stories do you mind if we get into the the story of you like from beginning to end of you at hoedown can i start two days before hoedown that's where it begins (laughs) that's the beginning well i mean that year was crazy it was year 2000 i got put on it was 2000 it was 2000 bro stop making me feel old right now i don't like that that was uh, 20, years. 20 years ago it was two decades no. baby oh my god hey trust me i think about it every day i'm like damn i was just in france 2001 bercy i'm yta with fuck julio no come on man still fresh as a daisy though yeah still fresh as a daisy still yeah i look at that shit every day but um all right let's hear this story. i got on usd 50 50 you know things were looking up i got sponsored i was all happy and shit chilling with fp um, and we're skating for FR2. We're skating at El Toro again. And it was nighttime. And I hit a con grind. And I slipped off half the rail all the way to the bottom and fucked my hip up. The next day, I go to uh, Monarchy, which was Scott Walker shit that ran USD. And he was like, I want you to go to Hoedown. I want you to just start showing your face, get around, go with the team, you know, skate a little bit. I know you hurt. I'm like, all right, cool. My first kind of like competition trip. So we go there. And it's dope. Like the first day we skate around, I learned the rules. Like every round that you pass, you get some money. And I had like, I had some tickets and shit I had to pay. So I'm like, all right, well maybe, you know. <laughs> like maybe every advancement in the levels, you get some money at Hoedown, right? Like when you get to semis, yes, it you increases. Get like, everyone gets like a hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah. So there's. What an know, era. <laughs> some incentive. Yeah, no. Yeah. What right? a time to so be alive. If you made it to the next level at Hoedown, you got paid. That's yeah, so sick. I think the first level was 50 bucks and I had like a Yeah, it was like for, 50 or 100 I had a ticket well. for like 47 so I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, <laughs> I, I got that I got that paid off. I'm good." Second round comes and mind you, I'm hurt. Like this is the second day. This is the day of the competition. Yeah. The first day I kind of just uh skated around and and talked to people and shit, but 
competition day, Joe was just like, take it easy, just skate, whatever. So I'm just skating. I passed the first level, the first round. I passed the second round. And then Joe notices that there's always a group of people skating one thing. So he's like, all right, so when everybody's right here skating this, go over there and skate that. So that's what I started doing. And I would start killing some rail over in the corner and everybody would be like, oh, shit, Rashad's over there killing this fucking rail. And then they would go over there at session for a little bit longer and then I'd go somewhere else. And I kept doing that shit. And I just kept advancing in levels. And by that time, my adrenaline was so crazy, I didn't even realize I was hurt. You know what I'm saying? That shit went away. And so the second to the last round, which was that rail in the back that everybody fucked up. Eric, the, the one, uh, the one not, by the not the steep down one, right? Yeah, is that the, the one you're talking about? One. Yeah. Oh, the one that was in like VG, whatever. Oh, it might have been in FP video too, but like VG, whatever, sixteen maybe or something. The one in the back of the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that big one. So, did by the way, did you want to like skate that before the competition started? Like, did you look at that? Was like anyone skating so, that before that? I mean, people were skating it as in a session before or, or beginning of the day, but I never thought about skating anything. Like I just looked at everything like, this is a dope ass part. Like, of course I see the rail and I'm like, that's a dope ass rail. It looks like El Toro. So, <laughs> I'm killing the comp. I keep advancing in rounds and I'm, I'm like, damn, I got some money now. Like it's, it's crazy. I start, I forgot who's going crazy with me to Shane Scour. There's so many people that was just going ham in that contest. Wasn't Jaren Grobe like kind of going like Jaren Grobe, Grobe, Aaron Feinberg, they were in the end with me. Um, and that rail in the back wasn't even the last round. When oh, I, shit. everybody was sessioning that rail, doing true top porn, and Aaron was killing it. I did a uh, true top acid. Oh, Jaren true top porn that, right? Jaren yeah. true top porn that shit. I completely forgot about that. Yes. Damn. So, so no. when I, yeah, and when I was skating that shit, it wasn't even like a contest. It was like, this is a fun session. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So he did true top porn. Aaron did something. I did true top acid. Everyone's going crazy. Something else happens. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. And I do three top acid on that shit. Everyone went nuts and they stopped the contest. Like, it was the craziest shit I ever seen. Not Randy even the Sp- finals? Not even the finals. What? Randy Spicer picked me up. We fell because I'm heavier than him. <laughs> <laughs> he's a strong ass dude. It's like twice the size of Randy. Yeah, but I mean, he's a strong ass dude. <laughs> Anyways, after all of that, we was waiting for the results because there's first place and there's best trick, second place, third place, all the way, I think, fifth place. So they, they're naming all the places. And Josh is like, You won this. You know that, right? I was like, Petty? Yeah, he was like, You know, you won this shit, right? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, nigga. I, I'm paying my tickets, $47. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little bit of money to go home. They naming names, third place, second place. I'm like, I don't hear my name, so it's it's whatever, dog. I don't care that I didn't win. In first place, Rashard Johnson. And I was like, what? <laughs> I just won eight grand. Like, it's the first time I've seen, like, some money like that. And then they're like... $8,000? Eight thousand dollars in the year two thousand. In the year two thousand, eight thousand dollars. I was nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Wait. So wow. when, when you win eight thousand dollars from Hoedown, do you still get the money you got from advancing too? I I don't even remember. 
I didn't mm. give a fuck. Like I, a I mean, bonus? <laughs> I mean, it could have been. I, I just I just don't remember. I, cause All you remember is $8,000. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Listen, isn't that crazy to say? Like, all right. Yeah, no. Eight grand, 100%. first place. Everyone's going crazy. There's right. a little pause. And they're like, oh, yeah, and best trick, Rashard Johnson. So I went another $1,500. So 95 altogether. I'm just like, this no. is crazy. No. 10 freaking racks. 10 from racks, skate bro. From like what? A day, a, a great a skate day. day? No. And I was hurt, bro. I was hurt. <laughs> but that was one of the best sessions that I ever had in my life. And then oh going back there afterwards and seeing my plaque there with my face. Mm-hmm. Oh, because place. they had the plaque and everything they up had there? The plaques, like in the and museum? I took the most money out that place. And the first black dude to win that shit. Ooh, let's go. That meant something to me. I yeah, was like, yeah. yeah. I went home and spit that shit in the week. <laughs> uh, I didn't spend it that fast. Dude. I didn't spend it that fast, but we're gonna cut thing- the story. We're gonna cut the story right before you said that because it was so good. <laughs> but nah. you said the cut. <laughs> what was the first thing you bought with that money at nineteen with ten I grand? I bought a car, bro. I bought. A car. <laughs> of course you did. More tickets so I could cruise around. Um, well, wasn't there something cool like um? I, I remember a bit of this story because I've heard it a few times. You and, and forgive me if you're if um you know uh, entering no, the but I, me- I remember you telling me that, you know, you were, uh, you got to remind me, but you were telling your mom that. Okay, you, so you I won, win I won it. the money. And then, I won the okay. money. Now I remember what you said. Okay. I won the money. Okay. You right. know, you're the first place winner. Everybody wants to hang out with the champion. You want to <laughs> talk to him and shit. And like, I was just Let's like, go, champ. <laughs> as soon as they said that shit, I was in the front like, Arlo, where's my check? Please, can I get that? I want to see it. And uh, it took a little bit. I hung out with some people, was talking a little bit, got my check, went straight to the hotel, called my mom's. I was like, mom, I fucking did it. Like, I won this shit. And she was crying because we've been going through some bad times. And like, I don't know. She was she had cancer at the time, so she was like worried that I wouldn't be able to take care of myself. So she was always stressed out. So I called about her, like your decision to skate and everything my like decision that. to yeah. skate and, and not do school and all that shit. And we were crying, we were talking and talking, and then everybody was banging on my door. And I was like, I can't even go out there. So I just I took my check and I just went to sleep. Like I couldn't think about nothing. I don't nothing else mattered. I went home straight to my mom's celebrated opened up some accounts and it was finished my section for four two. Oh, okay the same night that i won they premiered for two that's why it was so crazy because mm-hmm. i just won so you were just on top of the world bro. yeah that's everything right there because effort when that part came out you're, you're just like the guy for like ever and then, the crazy thing is the same year I filmed 50 something tricks with Matt Mickey for a video for, I think it was proximity. And he was like, you know what? I don't think we should be the ones to make your section first. Let Joe do it and bring you out for your first section ever. So I just, he just spread my shit all over the video and then let Joe do the first video. And that shit was just epic. It was man, crazy. dude. One of the craziest uh, moments in my life ever life-changing just nuts. bro you had such an impact it was i i just remember even being from like the east coast seeing that and it was just so heavy so i can't imagine what it was like to to to, to be 
in you know you for that that must have been sick dude after that all the people i met like you like austin like everybody's crazy in their own way like right. everybody has their style mm-hmm. austin never misses a two top so and i always look at him like how the fuck does he do it so good on anything up stuff fish jumping out of planes just to do <laughs> like people don't know about that shit dude uh-huh. Yo, but I'm, honestly, um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take the conversation for a turn, but I, I want to kind of go off what you were just saying about, like, you know, uh, you know how your mom was concerned about the, the course you were taking and how you took skating and transferred that into your new career, which is yeah. what you're doing now. And like, because I think a lot of people who are deeply involved in skating, they don't know how to make that transition. So I'm curious if you could talk about like how you you took your your interest in filming and made that be a sustainable thing in your life that, you know, I think you got from blading, right? Well, yeah, but at the same time, like I filmed the whole time, like that's all we did. And then Joe would always have little things for us to film on the side, whether it be a wedding. And then we started a wedding company and then we just started doing ads and just different type of shit. We would film all the time, but it didn't really get serious until after I broke my leg. Cause I was, I was straight. I was scared. Uh, a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, you know, can we talk about that? The, the leg thing? The leg thing. So the leg thing, the, 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 <laughs> little, the little leg thing. Talk about the stanky leg. The leg thing. When I was in motorcycles, my girl was in motorcycles. We was at this spot. We're talking uh, about like speed street bikes, speed, like street doing bikes, tricks, going wheelies. like 150 miles per hour. Yeah. I wasn't really doing shit. I was just kind of trying to learn wheelies in the street. Yeah. And uh, shout out Jordan Bay as ghetto community. I know he's watching this. <laughs> I was right about now. to say. <laughs> and he's probably getting stoked talking about, getting stoked hearing us talk about this right now. I was doing wheelies, but one time I didn't clutch up. I fucking just re-gripped and oh. I, and I overshot, I overthrottled and I looped the bike. At 40 miles an hour, and I slammed my tibia into the to the ground at a front flip. Oh. And at the time, I didn't even know that my shit was broken or anything. We went like we was like, all right, day's over, let's go home. We went home, try to ice my shit. It was hurting for hours, and then I was finally like, let's go to the doctor. So we went to a private doctor, and the doctor tested my leg and everything, and uh, he said I was good to go. Uh, I could see the bone specialist in in three days or so. And that night, I couldn't sleep. I was just standing on the, against the wall with crutches because I had to have my legs separated because the bones were broken. You know what I'm saying? So when they touch, it's like excruciating. Ugh. So then, like four in the morning, I was like, I told my girl, we got a daughter, and we went to the hospital. We went to a UCLA hospital and waited like eight hours to get seen. And as soon as they saw me, they were like rushing ahead of everybody. You, so, why, why why was it eight hours to get seen? Was it the coronavirus happening? Because, no, 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 no. This was this was 2014. This was no. November. I understand that, but why did it take eight hours? To get seen? <laughs> who? What, we didn't have insurance, bro. Oh, so I okay. had to wait. So oh, I, I didn't have insurance. Is that what they do? They prioritize the insured people. Yes, they prioritize. I never noticed that. People. So I finally got seen. <clears throat> they did an X-ray and they're like, "Damn, this shit shattered." And my legs swell up so much that I was forming compartment syndrome which means your muscles die after a while from being suffocated by all the pressure. Oh. So they wanted to wrap my leg and elevate it or slice it down, called a fasciotomy down the side to release the pressure. And first they elevated and I told them it's not gonna work. They gotta do the surgery because it hurt. Like I know my pain, like I have a high threshold for pain. 
And I was like, just do the surgery. So they prepped me for surgery. The next day I had surgery. And when I woke up, the bone specialist that flew in from New York, he was standing there like, if you didn't make that decision, you'd have no leg right now. What? My he leg would have been in? amputated. Yeah. Shout out, shout out New York. Shout yes. out New York. He was, he, was, he was the shit. He was a dope-ass doctor. And then, so first they, they, like, put these rods in my legs and separated my bones that were broken and had a machine on the fasciotomy, which I can show you, which is this shit. Whoa. So they had a machine, on, they had a machine on this sucking out all the pressure. I mean, all the juice, like, trying to get the pressure down so they can do the surgery so what was that just like that can you lift that up for a second one more time what was that like a whole open no oh, let me spotlight you look do it oh so, so what was that All like right. an open so this there was so much fluid in my leg that when they sliced it in surgery it just fucking flew open oh yeah <laughs> so they had a thing sucking out all the stuff until for a week until i can have surgery on my leg and to close it they had to grab skin from here and put it over the leg to close it is your leg huge just because it's huge or is it huge because of that because your, your, your calf is, is like no Rashard's a, a monster by the way for those of you yeah. who don't know Richard, he's a massive he's a you know he's not even that tall but he's just a big guy yeah but, I know, I, but dang dude like i'm kind of in awe because i saw i saw the one but i didn't see where they skin graft i didn't see that part yeah that looks gnarly dude whoa this shit. i didn't know they took it off your other leg <laughs> dude no way yeah what and they fucking just cheese braided it and put it over put it over my wound was, so was that did you think you would skate again or was that even an option or did you think you would ride again like what were you thinking i didn't even time? care to ride again what I at the time you weren't even I was, thinking about that, right? I wasn't even think. I was thinking about it. That's I woke Were up, you? and I was like, I didn't really care what happened because when I first woke up, I was like, all right, cool. I woke up. I'm alive. I don't care if I have a dumb leg. I don't even care. And that's when the doctor told me that shit. And another doctor came in with some papers, which was medical papers, and I filled them out real quick, and I approved for medical, so the whole surgery was paid for. Nice. Which is insane because it was it was expensive, bro. That happened with me when I got hit recently. So shout out Medi-Cal. Medi-Cal held me down. These big shout out. I still got that shit. <laughs> yeah. Was that the end of your skate, your pro skate career, or was it? That was you the end of my. That? Okay, so what's crazy is 2014 November 6th. That's when that happened. But I was in discussion to come out with that blue USD as my pro skate. What was the blue USD? The blue uh, uh, classic throne that came out. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah. So I was supposed to get that shit. And oh, it didn't shit. happen because I broke my leg. That's fucked up. Yeah. They should have gave you that. Come on. You just, yeah. broke, you just destroyed your leg. You almost couldn't even walk again. They couldn't just give you that pro yeah. skate. Yeah. But uh, that was pretty much the end for a long time. It took a long time to heal. It took a long time to walk. It took a long time to get the, the feeling back in my toes. That was fucking hell um recovery was just long man yeah you went through it for a long time right yeah i couldn't do anything so i mean i would eat a lot i got super fat i got <laughs> yeah depressed. you like not not to be rude to the you know to you but you gained a lot of weight man <laughs> and, yeah. what you, and 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 i i, I want to talk about your story like coming back down like this whole 
you know, the mental process behind it too. Like, because I know when you have an injury that's debilitating like that, you're just like, Oh, you know, not knowing if you're ever going to come back, not knowing if if you're ever going to skate, not knowing if you're the basic things that you took for granted. And um, yeah. So we'll continue on. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what was that recovery process like? Well, most of all, I wasn't really thinking about skating that much because I was mostly driving and I like to drive a lot. I got a manual car. I got a Mitsubishi Evo, and I like to race that shit. You've been in the cars. So I've Since been as long as I know you. Yeah, I've been, but then yeah. I finally got to get one that I wanted, and that's one of the first things I thought of when I got. I was like, "Dude, do I have a leg? Can I hit the clutch?" Like, <laughs> I love that. Oh shit. yeah, it's true. Yeah, I love that shit so much. So that's what I did for a long time. It's just hanging around uh, the cars. I had a lot of friends and. and up there in the companies and around that industry so i just stuck around that shit really and then as soon as i started trying to skate years later it was just the most painful thing in the world and it just would send me back to that day and i'm just like will i ever skate again like something i'm like you know what i don't fucking need it i I did that shit like most of my life i'm good like i i had a good life doing that man it wasn't long enough i'm still i got still more to prove i just had to put my frustration and shit you know and i just had to keep busy and my daughter kept me busy and cars and starting to fail more like few years after and i couldn't work like i i was the i made the most money in the household so it was it was crazy man a lot of pressure huh it was a lot of pressure because you had a daughter obviously it's you know you're in a different position yeah because i'm like when you have a kid and you come from this world you like you want your kid to skate with you you want you want to show them your world and it's like can will i ever do that Mm -hmm. that's that's what was in my mind a lot of the times and then i kind of just pushed through that and just stayed positive i don't even fucking know how but i did and now now you skate like a hundred miles a day, bro. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but your your relives are insane. By the way, <laughs> it's insane. How many miles do you actually skate? I was skating twenty miles a day, but then you're doing like fifty, right? That's some cardio. Well, right the then. most I did was thirty on my birthday. I went to do fifty, and uh, I got some new skates from Tis. He's he's hooking me up with with all these speed skates and wheels, and they just weren't broken in. So I kind of like fuck my feet up the first seven miles and i couldn't do it so i had to wait because they weren't broken in so since then i just been chilling but i take my daughter to the skate park a lot now i see you taking her like she's, you were there a lot she's like i used to take her skating we used to skate on the beach because my girl likes to run so me and my daughter would ride our skates and she has my pro skate uh my aon and it has eight down so her little ass sometimes faster than me because I still ride two down like like it's fucking <laughs> in 99 any rocker wheels on the beach. I'm still doing the same thing. Yeah, I was about to say Billy still does that. I'm never going to change. I can't. It's hard, right? Too old to, to change. Ride eight down. By, by the way, Mert Mur- is in the chat too and he said Hell yeah. <laughs> he said Richard bounce back LOL. I don't know if that was supposed to be a fat joke before or what. <laughs> Knowing Mike that might have been a fat joke. I hope it was. I love that dude. I miss murder. Can we quick, since we're talking about your daughter and and her skating, and I love seeing on your Instagram because she looks like she truly loves it and she's mm -hmm. like learning 
it brings me back to a place Every when I was learning at such a basic crazy. level. Yeah. Yeah, but um, go, go ahead. You were saying? So that's that's where it started. Like, yeah, yeah, my skates, and that was the only skate she had for a long time. And we used to try to get her to go to the skate park, but it it was whatever. She wasn't feeling it. But now that she's older. And we, we skate a lot, especially during the pandemic. We skated every day on the beach or we go to the skate park. She would just do something new and she was just so obsessed with it. Like if you took her skates away, she would actually listen. You know how kids just don't listen. You get like, what are you gonna do? Take their skates and their and their charger so they can't charge their shit. You know? <laughs> the charger, damn. That's yeah. a new age shit. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's crazy. <clears throat> but yeah, skating parks like she's just elevated so fast like the day it was about a month ago when she finally dropped into something she was always skating the bowl at Houghton she skates that shit but she just like slides down and then skates around then she learned how to drop in and it was just like the craziest night of her life because then she just set session the bowl as long as it took till the lights went off and it made me think of me when I used to skate in my front yard and just skate the same trick over and over till midnight till my mom came outside and yelled at me like get in the house hmm. you know what i'm saying like i saw that shit in her and it, it's crazy to see them love what you love you know that, that same energy that same energy but more like yeah pure like that true pure like before one yeah not like oh like the true oh, joy yeah, it's cool no that's not yeah before yeah. the culture yeah it's just like ah! Yes. what's next what's next what wheels on my feet this is crazy okay oh my god wait 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 okay, okay. yes i get it i get it <laughs> shit like that that's so cool and it's crazy because before the pandemic like my daughter would like stay in her own little world the pandemic happened and then when i got the when i when i got the text that said uh, all kids no no more school and i was like yo you realize that you're not going to see your friends for a while and she like she really thought about it and then like just started crying and like reality came in of the situation that's going on and we talked for a long ass time how old's your daughter she's 10 okay so she was nine at the time she just had a birthday in july this is before july this is in march and we had all these talks and after that talk she was like i want to see her videos and i was she, like, she never seen them before I always try to show her, but it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> like she paid attention. You know, she was just like, dad, I get it. <laughs> She's always like, dad, I get it. You skate. Like, I get it. But then like everything made her really think. And she just came to like some other state of mind where she was like, I want to see your videos. Wow. And, like, oh. and then we stayed up to like one in the morning, just watching all my videos. I was showing her all the DVDs, Damn. all you guys, all the magazines. Like I was showing her pictures of magazines on Instagram. And then showing them to her in person because I had them with me. And it oh, was shit. blowing her mind. And then she's like, what's that. a magazine? <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> and yeah, she loves skating, bro. All of a sudden, she just listened to Tupac all day. Matisse. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> that's, that is, that's super that's cool. Sick. And and I see that you have actually one of her shirts because I, I saw you made a couple of edits with her doing yeah. some art stuff and now you're doing a clothing line with her. So yeah. can you tell us about that or anyone that wants to, because that hoodie is amazing. And uh, it's so tell us about I that. I mean, there's a lot of crazy shit that happened during the pandemic. And like, there's just a lot of love that needs to be spread around the world. Like if the world had more love, be a better place, you know? So she draws a lot and she just doodles everywhere. And I have 
I have her pictures all over my room everywhere because I see her shit. I'm like, whoa, hold up. So I took this heart one day that I saw on her desk. I took a picture of it, made a vector of it, sent it to my friend, and then made a hoodie. I made this hoodie and I brought it home for her to see and she didn't see it at first. She walked around it, but when she finally saw it, she busted up in tears like, yo, that's mine, that's crazy. And I was like, that's the feeling we need to give everybody. Like everybody needs to feel that, you know what I'm saying? So we kind of just made it around that, you know, just giving back. Wow. I love that energy. Is it an actual company now though? Or are you just like making a few here and there or what? We're making a few here and there. We're going to make it official company, but we're still like doing a lot of work. Okay. I love that. You're going to have yeah. a, you're going to have a 10, 11 year old daughter. I'm, te- I'm teaching her about all this shit. Like, she, I wouldn't she's expect gotta, anything. She's got to stay in school that. and she's got to do that shit because it's yeah. not like this or that it's both. Like you got to be a beast. You got to know mm-hmm. the system and you got to know business. You got to know how to handle your money. You got to know where to put it, how to invest, how to do taxes, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Teach like, the real stuff. Yeah. The real yeah. stuff. You got to You got to just make, build little entrepreneurs. Yeah, and I Absolutely. do it. At I might have pace. to come for a class with Richard real quick because I need to learn all that stuff. <laughs> I do this at her pace. Billy's like, like taxes. What's that? Taxes, <laughs> bro. Because we got hit with the taxes Ooh, you when, with the skate checks, tax. bro. Yeah, taxes. My holes. Like that, that's a quick lesson for everyone who was a pro oh, skater getting yeah. checks. I'm like, what? Thanks, thanks, guy. Thanks, guys that didn't oh, tell yeah. us nothing. Just uh, yeah, ten ninety nine and us making money off us. <laughs> Oh, by the way, you should do your taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like free learn money what to write, forever. Learn what a write off is real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Everything we do. Yeah, everything. God damn. I'm sure she she's gonna have uh, a jump with uh, having you as a dad. Um Hell yeah. in a little bit, we're gonna open it up to for questions. But first I just wanted to remind everyone, please, if you're watching us live, hit the like button. Like button is nice. Do it, Billy. Do it. You can share this video. <laughs> you can share, go on like, Facebook. Comment. Do the repost whole thing. Show repost. all your friends, your mom, your grandma. Can I get I'm I'm dead serious. Please follow us on everything. It's very important. Yeah. But um, it's yeah. Of course, the channel. Before we get into it, um, what about? Do you remember anything around the what do you believe in times? Yo, what do you believe in was such a fun project that we did. Arlo wrote the whole script. Like he got everybody involved. Everybody was down and the way he had it was just crazy. And he everyone needs to thought, write so many more skate videos. Yeah. Everyone it was, such a brain. it was so funny. Everybody in downtown LA or wherever we went seeing us with a bunny costume <laughs> and and posters everywhere just looking crazy but that was a fun ass project i think uh fun project that's one of those iconic classic movies too that just is embedded in everybody's mind from that era and that's that's up there with like brain free gone and shit like that so to be part of that is huge i just watched that uh Last week, I think Brian Shima's section where he turns it off. Where was my section? Then he turns it off. He turns the TV oh, off. Oh yeah. <laughs> was that your section? Like, yeah, bro. That shit was. Oh, to me, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm Brian Shima, my G. You know what I'm saying? John Denny, uh, all them niggas. Little hatred. Was that? What is that like? A little NorCal, SoCal, little rivalry right there. Hey, what's, what's the story behind? What's that? What's the underlying? What do you mean? Who me? Yeah. No, I'm saying like you know, cause he's from NorCal. 
You're from Shima? LA. He turned off your section. Well, oh, wasn't no. that supposed to be for something else? <laughs> I, I feel like Arlo talked about that when he did the What Do You Believe In thing in Winter Clash a few years ago. I don't know exactly what it was about, but... Uh, I don't remember either. I remember he said so, he touched on that too, of what that was about. I, yeah. I wish I remembered. No, nah, but as far as Brian Shima's section, no, nah, he was just literally waking up, just putting something on. It just happened to be my section. And he turned off. He's I know. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just trying to like <laughs> provoke the issue. You know me. <laughs> I'm trying to provoke the issue. Um, I, I wanted to ask something real quick before we open up the question. Too. I see some questions coming in, but I know a few months ago, I don't know. I think it was a few months ago. You were like giving away pairs of your skates and you yeah. were finding them and stuff like that. Yeah. What was that all about? And like, did you are you done giving away skates? You have more to give away? What's Bro, up? There's so many skates right there. Um, I just haven't had time to do it, but I still have a lot of skates to give away and I gotta put them together and I have plans for all of them the way I want to do it. And if I can't do it that way, I'm not gonna just do it for no reason. How did you give away the other ones? Um I just had everybody follow the page and just tune in and and tag some friends and I picked a winner. But like I got some some good ideas for some other giveaways that I don't want to give away the idea right now. But um, I think it is it's going to be really dope. So but if you ever want to announce it, you could just let us know. And we'll promote it out there. Yeah. Yeah. For, for Even though I think you you know you 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 got enough followers on Instagram, but still, what's a couple? You know, get a few more. I just Would you ask me? No, I said if you get another contest, then oh, we'll help yes. you promote that. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I want to do one soon because I got some people involved. It's it's pretty dope. Sick. Oh geez. Ah. Not murder, but soon. <laughs> if you're watching, I'm gonna hit you up right after this year. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna open up the questions. There's a few super chats to mention first, real quick. We have one straight up right now, like once again, South Central Blade Club, Club um, always with the super chats coming through. Shout out to South Central Blade Club. Speaking of giving away skates and stuff like that. Um, he says, Rashad, bro, how do you manage to skate 50 miles? Did you have to skate 50 miles back? No. So the way I skate is I, I skate half there and half back so I can get home. 25, 25. 25, 25. I've only gone 30, but that shit was crazy. It's just... I smoke a little joint, I start skating, I got a bottle of water in the back, some music, or I just think a lot. So that's why it's I a meditation so time, that's, right? That's what I, yeah, that's why I skate so far because I think, because I do so much. I think of ideas. What can we do next? Um, things that I've learned, uh, I reflect. It's, that's what I do when I, when I skate that long distance. Plus, I like this, I want to stay in shape because I want to keep my leg. Um, I want to keep my leg healthy, man. And I just, I want to skate again for real at a park <laughs> or <laughs> do some rail tricks or something. Cause I miss that shit. I remember when I did a back rail earlier, earlier this year at the park on this little curb rail, it was like the best feeling in the world. Ooh. So you I know what you mean. I know what you mean. A hundred percent. Like when you're just taking those long rides, how it's like, yeah, therapeutic. Can be complete meditation. And you just mm -hmm. like, there's nothing except you working and you're just thinking. So I love that. Yeah. That's super important. It's good. And I go early, like five, six in the morning. So it's nice, cold. Sun's oh, coming shit. Yeah. Super early. Yeah. I, because if I go any later, I feel like I lost a day. Like for me, every minute is critical. Like, the way I have to edit this project or that project, 
or get ready to film something else like or film something with my daughter or do a photo shoot for the clothing or everything is planned out so if i don't do shit super early in the day for myself then i'll just be grumpy the rest of the day mm-hmm. i have i have to get that little workout in and it feels good to lose a lot of weight too yeah that um shout out to another super chat alan bombers back it's a two-part question he said the first part should be easy which trick from the legacy section felt best and which the what? second which trick from the legacy section felt best? You know how many crazy <laughs> tricks are in that shit. He said the first part should be easy, so this is we'll easy. see the second part now. Oh man, um, dog! All the rails at Long Beach back backslide true sale. Um, there was this high rail that I did back rail to 270 soul with a big drop on the side. That was one of my favorites. Uh, the true mistrial down this big ass ledge at Huntington High. I don't know. There's so many tricks in that section. I can't even think of them. And I guess the second part of the question is, and what's the best way in your opinion to get younger kids interested in blading? The best way? I mean, they're going to make up their mind no matter what, but it's just influence, really. You just, you go do your thing. They like it. They like it. And you just tell them more about it, educate them on it. Like, show them what you can do with it. It's just like any other sport, you know. There's so many things to choose from now. And scooters are big, like skateboarding, biking, rollerblading, uh, four-wheelers, roller skates. Roller skating blew up now. Mm-hmm. So now everybody wants rollerblades and roller skates. And a, a lot of those roller skater girls that I see at the park, they have rollerblades too now. And they try to grind the mini ramp. It's crazy. There's so many people getting into it. It's like a whole so new many, window. And there's so many people that used to do it that are coming back. Like either, either if it's for fitness or they want to actually grind again. And a lot of people are, are like building little boxes or or those little triangle things and having contests. Like all that shit is like what brought me back wanting to do that shit too. Cause I was like- Triangle things? Yeah, you know the little triangle grind thing that- uh, The P-rails? Yeah, the little practice rails. (laughs) Triangle things. (laughs) It's like two pieces of wood, like two two by six. I almost yeah. built that thing, bro. And I was like, I built one of those. I built one of those. It's too low for me because I like to do yeah. two spins. I'll kill myself. Yeah, you die on those things easy, especially because it's yeah. PVC. Yeah. Um, we have another super chat from Snap Click Productions. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, also, by the way, people, if you want to get your questions put to the front, the super chat stand out so we see them first. Um, he says, uh, just want to say thank you for making it cool for every black kid in the hood to be a rollerblader. Your impact in my life was huge. Thanks. Man, that means a lot, man. I, I get that a lot. And I mean, where I, where I came from, that shit is huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's an outlet, just like any other sport. You know, you just got to love whatever you want to do 100%. And that's it. Love that. Um, Franco Sorella says, what was the scariest trick? He would say that. What's up, Franco? (laughs) He said, what was the scariest trick you've ever done? Oh, the scariest trick? Yeah. Give me a second.
scariest trick because I know there's one trick that's just retarded. I don't know. We'll go back to that. I got to think a little bit. I can't really think of one off top. That would be an easy one. Usually the scary ones are like, they make your heart jump just thinking about that. I know, but like. I can think of a few that I've seen you done, but, but they'll like be what? on you. Like that true top style and that shoulder high rail with the huge drop. Like you've done a lot of the um, top so, so, drop rail. So thank you. Thank you. You <laughs> nailed it right there. The scariest trick that I ever done, yet the most thrilling trick that I ever done at the same time was the last trick in my 4-2 section that my friend Tom filmed with this camera mm. at Granada High was that true top sale on that drop rail because it wasn't waxed and it was a drop. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just like, oh, we got to end my section. Let's do this. And that picture is insane. Who shot that photo? <sighs> it was, was the, it was the blue rail. One of the it goats was, shot that, right? I feel like one of the goats shot that. BK probably. BK? Anybody. Because anything that anybody's seen, a lot of it was BK. Yeah. Before Zach. That's amazing. I have a good question here from uh, Harith Hassan. He says, you own the thrones. What is it you liked about them over all of the skates? That Dustin wrote them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like the way that he looked at him. him and Shima and, and Julio and everybody when, when USD Thrones had the juice plate, that was my favorite setup. Like even when they discontinued the juice plate and made uh, tumor plates, I cut those shits the fuck up because I couldn't skate without having some kind of juice look system. So I just, I, I don't know. I like the way they lock back then. It was like the new shit, yeah. you know? And just they, they fit my foot really good and I can make the grooves to position my tricks exactly how I want them. I would never miss. That's why I love them so much, but that could have been any skate just so happened. I rode that the longest. Mm-hmm. Well, you kept it alive with the juice. That's why. The I had to. Keeps it. Well, we have another super wait, chat. Wait, RCC Sorry? tour. We have another super chat from Buddy K. Are you watching uh, the comments? I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, what is the story behind that slap in your what do you believe in section? Bro, it was, there was no story behind it. I was just being a dumbass and Frankie got mad. I just, I just did it just because the camera was on. It was, it was no Did Frankie no get reason. mad? Yeah, he got mad. <laughs> <laughs> He gets mad at everything. He wasn't mad, man, but he was like, come on, fool, like, let me get my shine on. <laughs> yeah, we was goofing around back then. That was it. Um, do you do you want to read this next question since you're reading the chat? I don't even right know now? which one we're at. Nah, I'm messing with you. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll read it, or Austin can take that. You got to host your own episode. Exactly. <laughs> um, Aaron Schultz uh, with the Super Chat says, please share an RFCC tour memory. I had a blast skating with y'all at the Four Seasons Madison, Wisconsin stop. Thanks for gassing me up on the 100-mile skate the other day, too. No problem, bro. The best part of that tour, RFCC tour, besides being with everybody in the industry, that we, like, on all the teams that were your friends and just you just go and fuck shit up, was the food fight wars on the freeway. That was the, the funnest shit. <laughs> 
we would go to gas or grocery stores and get eggs and all this food and just demolish each other on the freeway with the van doors open going crazy dude like van versus van like vans versus vans like all teams while, versus while teams. driving yeah that sounds just fun. having a crazy food, <laughs> crazy food fight on the on the freeway just like from stop to stop we would just do crazy ass shit pranks all day but that was just a fun ass tour of being with everybody and skating everything, man. Um, I don't have any really specific favorite story. I just remember, I mean, it was fun going to Canada. That that was a, that was fun with Frankie and everybody. I didn't really stay there the whole tour, but it was dope. Oh. I I have a, a good question from a uh, South Coast Inline Media. Ask: Is there any skaters you would like to film and edit with? And is there anywhere you would like to go to film that? Also, if you had the choice of someone to film you skate in the future, who would it be? Someone to film me skate? Yeah, that's the second question. Mm. I don't even know. Somebody that I want to film skate. I mean, I, I, I see a lot of kids. There's a lot of different styles. I just want to make something dope of a lot of people, the culture. There's not any specific you see there's, out there's, there's, though? there's like this kid, Broomski, this tall ass white kid. He got tricks on lock. And from, he is had, he from Texas? I don't know where he's from, but he's fucking smooth, bro. There's a couple kids that I've, that I've got my eye on right now. But he's, he's one of them for sure. Do you like the tall skaters because you're tall? It, he just so <laughs> happens to be tall, but it's hard to have style when you're tall. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he has style. So I was like, I think you're you put- talking about Austin Broom. Broom? From, from Austin, Texas. Yeah. A- and yeah. Andrew, Andrew Broom? Andrew Broom. Andrew Austin. Broom. What did you call him? From Austin, Texas. I- I'm Austin. <laughs> Austin Broom from Andrew, Texas. <laughs> yeah, that dude's sick. Yeah. I mean, Wait. Damon is sick. Damon came a long way. Damon yeah, has I, been I, absolutely I feel like you're a Damon crushing team. it lately. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge fan of his skating too. Yeah. yeah, dude. He's just like full of energy and just wants to go hard all the fucking time he looks like every trick he does he just pounds like a six-pack of red bull and then just fucking blast full speed at whatever he's doing the red bull like (laughs) (laughs) we we skated the other day and i filmed something and he came all the way from tehachapi and and uh he didn't even warm up we got to the skate park and i was like all right let's get it boom we filmed this whole commercial in like fucking 30 minutes what commercial are you filming uh, just for this company I work for called Reserve. They do like lifestyle shit. And uh, wanted a skater for it. Yeah. Oh, sick. But um, yeah. Good choice. We, we, yeah, <laughs> we smashed. We smashed that, and it it was cool. Like I think I posted it the other day. It's on there. You can see it on my page. Yeah, he's dope. Da- Damon's awesome. I'm a huge fan of his skating nowadays too. Who else is out there? There's so many kids that I like, but I don't know their names. Like everyone in Japan, Suricho. I don't know if I said your name right, but all you niggas is killing it out there. Like your style but, but what is about, crazy. What about you? Like, uh, if you would have someone film you, like Something. nowadays, who would you? Who would you? Do you have anyone that I don't have any specific you? that I'd want to film me because I just want to be filmed so I can edit it. You know what I mean? Mm. You like, want the control? Yeah. Do you like there's it? no one there's no one you would allow to 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 film your skating? No one I would allow specifically? 
Billy? There's there's no one that you're like, come on, like that's good work. Anyone? If there's someone that I think has good work, I would be like, yo, can we do something? And if he said no, then I would be like, well, how about this? And I would offer him something. I don't know. But that's how that would go. But as of right now, I'm just, I'm too busy to even think about that. Busy. All right. We got a super chat from Sean Michelson. He said, Sean Michelson? "Um, Are you still dedicated to riding those Frankie jug liners? How did he know? (laughs) <laughs> maybe you posted them or something <laughs> those came out in like what oh five you do you still ride them couldn't yeah. tell you yeah yo i have a pair i have the old pair that i that i've been riding my whole life and then some other kid in named jordan in i don't know what country germany maybe it was uh i don't know but he found a brand new pair and i have another pair so i was yeah, gonna say it's crazy if they lasted 15 right yeah, they did. Like the neoprene is all fucked up, and I always gotta be so careful to put my foot in. But the new pair is sick. Like they're they're still strong. Yeah, and I try a lot of the new liners, and I just I can't fit them the way I fit those. I I always said that I think my favorite liners ever were Billy's jug liners. I think it might be similar to the Frankie's, the neoprene thing in the middle that most yeah. people hated, but I fucking love them. And that I was wish my I could favorite find liner. Like that was a good pair. Frankie's, the Murdas, the Murdas was the white one of. The- of that liner and I have those too. But it's because the the toe is gel, so it's like thin, mm-hmm. which allows me to put a size 10 and a size nine skate so my feet don't look so crazy. <laughs> and that's one thing that Dustin did. He would fucking Chinese bind his feet so he could fit the smallest skates because he hated big skates. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. But um Dustin had a pretty pretty big impact on your skating, huh? Yeah, he did. He he's a good friend, man. Like, he's such a cool person. It, it's it's crazy that you can meet somebody that like you you look up to and just become friends. And I don't even know, but he did he's have a, a big. He's impact. a powerful human. Yeah, I formed a lot of my style around him. Around a lot of people, Louis Zamora was one of them. That was like one of my favorites. For sure, little ass dude. Mm-hmm. Killing it, gliding around. The man, the absolute man. Mm-hmm. He was one of my he was one of my favorites forever too. I always like like how you like the tall people. I like the little guys. I like. I, I always like the little guys. When I was skating, I was like, damn, why can't I be little? Like all these dudes have mad style. <laughs> well, I don't think your uh, your height or size uh, messed with your style at all. Nah, no way. We, you definitely carried it really well. We have a couple more questions, a few more questions for you, and we'll let you go. We know you don't have too much time. And thank you again for uh, taking the time to talk to us. Is that but, your dog in um, the back? I'm sorry? Is that your dog? Behind you? The picture, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bella. Yeah, it's Bella. <laughs> no, that's tight. <laughs> How is she, by the way? She's good, man. All right. She's good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for asking. Um, I don't, I, you know, I looked back for this question on who asked it, but I can't find it now, but uh, I thought it was a good question. What is there any story behind the transfer route more park, the mm-hmm. top sold to true top soil because that was, in, that was Matthew Rice, obviously Oh Matthew Rice. Okay. Because that was an epic shout out Matthew Rice. Great. Bro, great that, question. that was, what's, that what's was more park? Just, what, what is this? What's more, this more park rail, the transfer it's the rail. Ender, it's the ender. Oh, oh, the, the, the four two. Yeah, yeah, okay. After the, the true the top, top sale, right? Top sold, true top, top sale. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking fire. 
those rails were the most funnest rails ever. If anyone skated them, you know you would session those shits all day. Like that's one day they, we just had the biggest. They're they're <laughs> higher than that, but God, they felt like that. Like we just had a big session that day, and everybody was going off. Stockwell was there, all intuition was there. It was people from all over, and we were just going crazy. And me, I'm just competitive, so people start doing shit. I'm gonna start doing shit. And I had those tricks on lock. So I was like, all right, well, let me just do it. And I did it. And it was really easy. <laughs> was that first <laughs> shot? Oh, it was first try. A lot of things, a lot of things that I, that I do is first try. In the zone, right? Yeah. We, yeah. we should we should have had a thing for first try tricks. You know how like in like the NIST and stuff, you would throw up like the switch sign? It should be like a first trick one. Cause like, yeah. I appreciate it so much more when it's first try. And no Dude, one knows about it. First try is like my shit. Cause I hate falling. First try and I would always think of every which way I could fall on something so I don't fall. And when I, when I skated, I would practice one trick over and over for hours until I just couldn't miss it. So You just said first try is my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's one of the best things ever. It's funny. I was talking to someone about this the other day about how I've never done. I, that's the opposite of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out blue collar blading. <laughs> Um, Sagana said he'd do everything first try. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Supreme confidence and, and uh, ability. <laughs> Competition. Love it. I there, used to always get picked on on tour. Like, everybody used to always try to battle me. And, like, that shit was. Why? Yeah. Why do they want to battle you? I think, oh, I think obviously I you think, were like the man. To, I think I provoked so it because I wanted best. to battle. I think I provoked it because I wanted to battle. Like, oh, I, I love see somebody battling. doing something, I'll be like, Playing skate? Yeah. Who? 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 You know who I know? Drop some names. Who would want to play skate? Who would want to battle? Who I want to battle? No, who would always like want to battle with you? I mean, just kid. Um, just like locals? No, I mean like in Europe. When we're on oh, tour. Oh, yeah. Like, like Adrian and Jeremy yes. Adrian. Mm-hmm. That nigga you saw always try to battle me. Um, <laughs> shit. Did, you, did you used to win? I'd always win. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he's good now, man. Like everybody, I've seen everybody grow up. Like Roman and uh, uh, Nick Lomax. Those guys were mm-hmm. tiny when I was on tour. Like mm-hmm. I remember Nick was just this little ass kid, fucking big ass clothes, but he could bust. And now he's just insane to watch. He's insane. Nick is Nick Lomax, the like freaking man right now. He is the man. And he he's killing it so way. hard. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, crazy. Everybody, man. Derek Henderson, fucking. He's another one of those guys that's like big, but he's solid. Yeah. And he's got tricks and they look good. Mm-hmm. Always got more respect for tall people who make their skating look really good because that's like an extra thing on top of trying to actually do the fucking tricks in the first place. Yeah. The, I, I, uh, something popped into my head when we were talking about skates and the thrones and stuff before. Because um, I'm curious about the legacy skates because uh, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you had the only legacy skate or at least the first legacy I, skate that came I had out. the first legacy skate. Yeah. Like, did I, you I, did you have any input in like design and stuff like that? Because not to sound like a dick, but I think that was one of like the worst 
selling skates at least that were ever made right, and like no. <laughs> i'm so that, curious that i don't know that was probably the worst selling skate and that was the worst skating skate i don't even know why i let it come out i even so, so well, yeah exactly that's my that's what i'm curious and i'm not about. good at what design happened? like i just wanted a throne and they wanted to bring that shit out no matter what i said they wanted to give it to me because i was hot at the time so they wanted to sell a skate mm-hmm. and only some people could skate that skate and i don't understand how i tried my hardest it was just too hard Mm-hmm. just not not my cup of tea it was like <laughs> a heavier deshi yeah it was like a kind of like a deshi-ish i guess but like with weird souls that come in and out and i don't know oh yeah that was the part of the thing you can move the backslide plate and stuff too right yeah yeah so I that shit here too so you, you kind of had like some input on that or or no and like designing it i mean i i had some input in it but not a lot it wasn't enough to fix the problems <laughs> <laughs> like not release it yeah 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 but so you stick to what you know the thrones what what yeah what, what works yeah i i tried to skate other skates i skated the sways i skated uh the cyruses i skated all those skates but i just like the thrones yeah thr- the classic thrones i think are one of like classic best looking skates that were out it's the first usd that i ever had mm-hmm which were given to me by my homie Tom because his grandma bought them for him and he didn't like them. So he was like, take them. I never realized that. I never seen you skate anything but USDs. What did you skate before USD? I skated uh, rollerblades, not the chocolates. They were just some TRSs, I think. Um, Before that was some Phantom skates, some like Kmart shit that I just took the wheels out of and then some hockey skates. And then I got those USD skates. So you pretty so much you've been, you've been on USC's yeah. as long as yeah as That's long crazy. as like I've been skating like the 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 first skates I got was the Champion Bomb Stealers mm-hmm. the thrones. those those thrones mm-hmm. those are my favorite shits in the whole world that would be well, sick to have those though Richard we we got like one last question for you but it's actually it's a pretty serious one Are you ready no <laughs> <laughs> well prepare um. So you got a good relationship with Josh Petty, right? Yeah. He, you know him for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess there's a lot of scrutiny against Josh these days about um, people. I think people in certain areas have said he's maybe racist. Why would um, he say that? I don't know. And apparently, someone in the comment section said, "Hit," you know, that it's split. A lot of people think that it it is that he is. I know Josh. I don't. I know he's not. I know I Josh believe, personally. I don't. I, know, I don't believe him to be so. But I just. Wa- I just want um, maybe to ask this question that has been presented in the comment section, and uh, see what your opinion on that is. I've known Josh for twenty years, bro. Oh shit! I moved my mic. I know Josh for twenty years, and I've not one time have I ever felt like disrespected or it's some type of way for him doing or saying some shit like that's my boy now he might look crazy he go he went through phases you know hip-hop rock all this shit he is who he is but i mean one thing he's not is not racist i'll tell you that right now like i, I still talk to him i talked to him yesterday I don't believe Josh Petty is racist either. I just, uh, I don't, the, the, people, this question was in the chat judge, and gonna, some people have been talking about it. So I crazy. thought it was okay to, to ask this question that has been presented and to kind of 
you know, you know, put it down if we there. address it. Yeah. But um Yeah, just people want- got nothing to do, man. They just be fucking saying dumbass shit. But Josh is Josh is a good dude. He's a good dude. He's a great dude. It's my dog. I need to get this guy on the podcast. He's yeah. freaking harder to get on the podcast than you. We've been trying to get Rashad on for about bro. two, three months. Like, he builds bikes and that shit blew up. You know what I'm saying? Like all these yeah. businesses during the pandemic have gone crazy because there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that have hobbies that they wanted to get into, but they haven't had the time. And then they got laid off, but they got money or they just want to do what they want to do. So yeah. in that field, automotive industry went crazy. You know, so everyone's busy. Yeah. And well, he's got a fam, all that shit. He's, yeah, I I also like, I don't know Josh like you do. I mean, you were FP, you were deep down. Um, some of those things and, uh, oh man, like, what do you believe in like that? Fuck Dude. you, Aaron. And like those whole things, like him going <laughs> yeah. through that. That was like one of the, I love those themed section and those ideas behind that Arlo wrote. and. Um, Josh is <laughs> as, as as much as I've known him, he's been a badass, a straightforward guy, and there's nothing. Dude, like he's that. the reason people skate fast. Like I can't wait yeah. to have him on the podcast. Please like, help me yeah. get him on the podcast. If you don't mind? I'll I'll hit him up. I Man, I should Facetime him right now. Like, please, please, please help me get him on because we gotta we gotta address these things. Yeah. But Richard, um, I know you've uh you've been busy, and we told you we were only gonna keep you on for an hour. It's been almost an hour and a half, and. I know you're busy. I would like to have you on sometime in the future. Maybe we could try to get you on then, but I don't want to keep you too long. Um, I want to say thank you. And I want to say Hell thanks yeah. for sharing your time and Hell thanks yeah. for sharing thanks for your stories. Me, it's been incredible. It's been inspirational. I think your story, and as long as I've known you, I think you're an incredible person. And I think you're someone that's incredibly inspiring and motivating. And Appreciate that. just thank you for sharing your time. Uh, is there anything that you would like to say uh, to the community before you, uh, we let you go. Uh, go hard. Whatever you want to do, just go hard. If you fail, learn from it. That's it. That's all I can say. Life lessons. Life lessons. Everything's a lesson. <laughs> Yo, Rashad, this was, Good or bad. Awesome. this was awesome. As people were hyped to have you on. So like Billy said, thank you so much for making the time to come on and have this. And maybe you could, uh, nudge Josh to, spend some time with us as well for a future episode but yes, um, sir i'll let them know yeah thank you everybody for watching richard again thanks for coming on and uh we'll see everybody in the next episode i love you richard love you too brother hell yeah talk to you soon all right bro peace, hell yeah. peace. Later, y'all <laughs>